Hello, I'm Dr. Scott Wadier. And I'm Tommy Welling, and you're listening to the Fasting for Life podcast. This podcast is about using fasting as a tool to regain your health, achieve ultimate wellness, and live the life you truly deserve. Each episode is a short conversation on a single topic with immediate actionable steps. We cover everything from fat loss and health and wellness to the science of lifestyle design. We started Fasting for Life because of how fasting has transformed our lives, and we hope to share the tools that we have learned along the way. Hey everyone, Dr. Scott here. I want to hop on real quick before we start with today's episode and let you know that our next 10-day challenge event registration link is live. It is found in the show notes for the dates and additional information. You can also go to www.thefastingforlife.com forward slash live. That is www.thefastingforlife.com forward slash live. And now to today's episode. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Fasting for Life podcast. My name is Dr. Scott Wadier, and I'm here, as always, with my good friend and colleague, Tommy Welling. Good afternoon to you, sir. Hey, Scott. How are you? Doing awesome, sir. I am looking forward to today's conversation. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is something that has come out of one of our recent conversations with our group coaching clients, and that call went really long, um, and it was fantastic because there were so many different takeaways And we felt that it would be a very timely um, conversation kind of with where things are trending, um, you know, on a societal slash uh, personal kind of um, uh, trajectory. Yeah. Uh, The other day I was driving around and I noticed traffic for the first Ah. time in a while. Right. Yep. And um, I I, I got frustrated at first for like a microsecond. And then I said, wait a minute. No, no, no. I, I like this. I like more things happening. Things are opening up. Um, it, like there's more energy outside than there used to be. It, it was kind of like, you know, uh, it, it kind of got slow there for a while. So yeah. um, that, that's kind of where this conversation uh, started. Agreed. Agreed. And as, as we've kind of gone through um, the incantations of the podcast, you know, we're approaching 70 episodes. Um, you know, we've, we've gone through, we typically like to dabble in the research, but we've really started to to break down, you know, four different things when it comes to fasting. So if you're new to the podcast, and you've got specific questions about what breaks a fast or what we believe in or kind of our mantra, our, our outline and how we look at things. Um, scan the topics, right, on the podcast episodes. If you're mm-hmm. looking for something specific, we've probably talked about it at some point. And if not, shoot us a message. Um, yeah. But we really want to look at it through four different lenses, the practical side of fasting, um, you know, different types and how to make how to push the window and common mistakes, et cetera. So we've got a lot of topics on that. We've got the personal side of fasting, how to get your life back, Tommy and I's journey. If you want to go listen, go back and listen to the first few episodes, Mm -hmm. you know, self-image, you know, different hobbies, how to stay motivated, those types of things. Then there's the social side, which is the one that we're going to talk a little bit about today coming out of that conversation from the coaching call. And this is really, it's linked to the personal side. um, But it's, it's really about the, the relationships and, how to fast as a parent and attending social gatherings. And that's really where we're going to hit on a lot today is now that it seems like the world is starting to open up. Um, we're coming out of the pandemic, um, the stay at home orders, all of those different types of things here in Texas. Um, you know, we've seen lo- lowest numbers that we've seen in since the start. So it seems like uh, life is starting to return to normal. And we're going to talk about, you know, something that one of our clients brought up 
in the social side of fasting. And then we also talk a lot about the science of fasting. So mm-hmm. those are typically the four frameworks and different episodes have different amounts of each one of those. So today we're really going to focus on the social side of fasting and um, hopefully come away with a couple good, a little bit of perspective and a couple good action steps <clears throat> as we kind of get re-released into the world, right? As we kind of get re-released back yeah. into normal, um, you know, and I just, I just kind of liked where the conversation went. Yeah. What, what I, I thought was interesting, um, when, when this got uh, brought up on the call was that, um, you know, first two rules of fasting, don't talk about fasting. Right. Um, but that's really, really easy to do. You didn't say the second rule. Don't, well, don't yeah. talk about fasting. Right. I wasn't talking about fasting. So, you know, just for the new people, yeah, our yeah. rules, like until you get some reps, the first two rules, like fight club, nah, don't do it. Right. Don't do it. It's dangerous. You know, uh, stay away danger. Um, but, you know, it's it's really easy to follow those rules when there's nobody else to talk to about fasting or when you're not getting pressure to come, you know, join someone, you know, at a restaurant, um, you know, during the middle of your fasting window. Like it, it's it's super simple uh, to, to stick within your your fasting rules and your and hit your goals um, when when there's no outside influences coming. So so now that we're feeling some more of those. Um, you know, people are getting more social invitations, people are getting together, there's more parties, um, you know, that that's going to mean opportunities and, and things to that's going to be more decision points than you might be used to in in recent past where you're going to have to make some choices, um, have some priorities, and and set up some new boundaries, um, and get comfortable with that in order to keep going in the right direction, right? So some people might be sitting here, I completely agree and thinking, wait a minute, so what's the, what's the framework here? So what, this person who brought this question up has been, is crushing it. They started fasting in the fall. They're hitting their goals. They've lost 20 plus pounds mm-hmm. and they've been in their own little Petri dish, right? Working from home, not having a lot of that outside social pressure, right? Correct. Yeah. Um, did, did talk about how family had come in and family brought all of these different snacks and there's pretzels on the table at like 2 PM. Cause that's, you know, the older generation That's what we know, do, has, yeah. their, has their habits, right? Everything goes slower. Yeah. Um, but we're talking about, it reminds me of when my wife's uh, grandparents would come and visit. They always, they always traveled because they drove here, always traveled with like all the snacks. Like all they'd the show snacks, up and be right? like, hey, here's the jerky. Here's the salted nuts. Oh, look at this. I brought these wafer crackers. Let's go get some, some, a charcuterie board. And I'm like, oh yeah. my gosh, slow down. So we're starting to have that again as people feel safer. Yeah. You know, um, and it, some of you might be thinking, well, okay, that was not my experience during, during this. I was on the other end, right. right where it was like, <clears throat> excuse me, where it was like, uh, no, I've got an extra 15 or 20. Sure. Right. Yep. And everything in between. So I found something the other day that I really liked to kind of frame this is, you know, marriage is hard. Divorce is hard. So choose your heart. Obesity mm-hmm. is hard. Being fit is hard. Choose your heart. Being in debt versus being financially disciplined, they're both hard. Choose one. Mm-hmm. Communicating is hard. Not communicating is hard. Choose your heart, right? So life at some ber- certain points, and not to downplay any of the, the effects of what we've gone through as a society or as individual situations going through the last 12 to 18 months, yeah. uh, but you know we get the opportunity to choose our heart. So um, I really like the framework, you know, as we kind of talk through this conversation, with our group coaching people was, you know, um, as we go back out, right into the wild Mm -hmm. and start saying yes 
to some of these, hey, this is the first time we can get together in 12 months. Like, let's get the girls together. Let's get the guys on the golf course. Like, mm-hmm. you know, all of that kind of thing um, is, you know, you get to see family more is, you know, you may be the outsider, but choosing your hard has to go back to your why and your values and your goals because what the statistics especially showed us during you know the last 12 months is that if you have extra weight and you're a type 2 diabetic and you have breathing issues and you are not fit or healthy right mm-hmm. that you are going to have a lot more complications when it comes to um you, you know the 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 situation and the surroundings around you so this has showed us that not being in you can you can compare the united states to other countries like we are not healthy as statistically speaking. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's a real life application to this. And that when you go back out, like you get to choose your heart, you get to choose your own adventure, right? Like you get to decide, okay, why am I doing this? And for what reasons? And I just like some of the, you know, the conversation and talking points as we went through it. Yeah. You know, cause um, you know, getting, like you said, uh, when we have those invitations, these, these social situations, you might, you might be sitting here thinking, like saying no to that kind of invitation sounds really hard or doing something different, um, like, like saying no to, you know, to a glass of wine or, you know, skipping breakfast that day um, or, or making some other choice like that, that might sound hard, but you know, the diet roller coaster is hard too. Um, like seeing the scale tick up, you know, the, the next day because of the choices that you made the previous day, that that's, that's hard as well. So, you know, just like you said, choosing your heart and, you know, just uh, being, being real with your own priorities and knowing that, you know, if you, if you have, you know, weight loss and health goals, you're on this, you're on this journey for a reason. Um, you know, there, there will be decision points and we're not saying to, to give up all the social opportunities by any means. Yeah. yeah. Don't blow off the wedding that you've been invited to, right? Like, no, that's not real life either. Right. No. So I like the example. There's a, there's a community. Well, maybe out skip there. breakfast that day. <clears throat> yeah. Right. Skip breakfast, maybe do a couple 36 hour fast the week before. Anyway, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about some action steps here and some, what, what it can look like to give you some empowering things to do. Um, if this, you know, is, is something that you can relate to or something that you've been thinking about. Um, and it was really framed as like almost an anxiety about it. Like, Oh my God, I've made such good progress. Like, what do I do now? So we are going to yeah. talk about that to frame that conversation. I really like, there's this comedian out there that talks about, um, you know, when you, if you are a non drinker, and someone's, you know, says, Hey, I don't drink. The response is like, why, what, why don't you yeah. drink? Right. It doesn't happen with anything else though. Like, it's not like, I think the example he uses is mayonnaise. Like you don't eat mayonnaise. Why? How could you You're like, what, like, what do you mean? Right. So yeah. it's, it's funny because that also in my brain goes right to fasting. You fast. Why? Yeah. That sounds miserable. You skip breakfast? What are you trying Why? to do yourself? Right. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Right. So, um, there are some really cool <clears throat> frameworks and action steps, you know, some, some real life applicable things on the practical side of fasting that you can do to be able to say yes, be confident, and know that you're moving towards your goal. Yeah. You know what my favorite thing to do was um, whenever I started fasting, um, because we used to live closer to certain family 
and we would go out on like uh, weekly dinners, kind of just bring the family together. But mm-hmm. when I when I started getting into fasting, um, you know, I was doing some forty eight and some seventy two hour fasts pretty regularly, and I, I didn't let those family dinners, um, you know, derail a lot of those those fasting times. Uh, so what I did was I just took, you know, at at the time I think it was maybe like fifty five pounds or something like that, and then multiplied it times my number of calories that I had. And they said, what, you're not eating dinner tonight? I said, no, no, no. I have 192,000 calories stored. So like, I'm, I'm good for a few, for a few hours. Like I'm going to eat tomorrow. And they, they kind of stopped asking me that, you know, the same question over and over again. Now I will say that probably won't work for a lot of people because, um, that breaks the first two rules of fasting, right? Don't talk about fasting, but, um, I believe at that point that you were, yeah, that wasn't going to affect you. So for the lesser, um, the lesser of us, myself included, um, you know, you're going to have to pick your poison uh, and make a decision about really what you want to do. One of the things that I do currently is, especially over the last few weeks and over the next few weeks, is, um, you know, we've had, we had Easter, we had a couple of birthdays, we had my son's birthday, mm-hmm. uh, we have family coming in for two weeks, I have a business trip, I'll be traveling, Um uh, there's, there's a lot of opportunity to, to fall off, right. To not just maintain, but to go in the opposite direction. A lot of decision points too. Yeah. A lot of decisions. So we always talk about planning, right? So planning ahead and even before you plan, it is okay to say no. So if you've got like five things coming up in a week and all five of those are like creating that little bit of, I don't know how I'm going to navigate this. It might be okay to say, Hey, I'll catch this group next time. Mm -hmm. And it may or may not fit for you at that moment, but really keeping that end goal in mind. So when I go out or when I plan, I know that I'm going to set what it is that I'm going to consume before I leave. So I take the decision of the moment I take the decision after I've had a couple sips of wine or that craft beer where the inhibition comes down. I take Mm -hmm. the decision making out of the equation so I don't end up with the appetizer, the 20 ounce steak, the dessert and the after dinner drink with the espresso. Right. So it's like, okay, what am I really wanting here? What's my goal? All right, great. I'm going to have this and this is what I'm going to order. So when I get there, I already know that I've I've chosen I've been able to weigh outside of the emotion in the moment, the juice being worth the squeeze. I'm going to consume this knowing that this is what could potentially happen tomorrow. Maybe my cravings will be up. Well, I can't have that. Maybe I'll have a little more brain fog and maybe a Sunday celebration to a Monday. I can't do that because I have a really busy Monday packed with meetings and scheduling and hiring and I can't do it. So what I choose to do on Monday then is pivot like, okay, well, what can I have on Monday? What, what, what would be, what would fit and work for me in that moment? Okay. Well, I'll have a mimosa, right? New recipe my wife made on Easter. Right. We'll have a mimosa. I'll have a little bit of food. And then I know going earlier in the day, I know going into Monday then that I'm still going to be fresh and I'm still would have been a part of that experience as well. Right. Absolutely. I mean, that that's, that's great balance right there. Um, and I, I, I love the, the emphasis on taking the decision-making out of the moment um, right. because that, that is, it's really tough to, to come out of um, like tempting decisions. And, and sometimes, you know, we just have decision-making fatigue. 
Um, you know, the, the research shows it over and over and over again. We can only make so many decisions effectively in any given day. So when we take the, the number out and we take the pressure off and we do it when our inhibitions are, are higher, um, then we're, we're going to tend to have the better outcome, right? Hey, y'all, I wanted to take a second and tell you just an incredible story about an amazing company that we've come across recently. Um, and now they are a sponsor of our show. It's airdoctorpro.com. You can head to the website, use a promo code uh, fasting for life to receive up to $300 off. But most importantly, uh, my little guy, my two-year-old has not slept consistently through the night uh, since he was born. We have tried everything you can imagine. He's our third child. And we're just like, what is happening? So we have gone to great lengths, time, money, and effort to figure out um, how we can help him sleep. And uh, the reality is, uh, we were pretty much just resigned to the fact that this is how it's going to be until we put the Air Doctor Pro in his room. And I am not joking when I tell you the first night that we put it in his room, he slept through the night. The second night, slept through the night. Now we're up to 35 plus days that he has slept through the night. He has only woken up two times rather than two, three times a night, two times in the last 35 days and counting. And we are just so incredibly grateful. The reality is, uh, we had a feeling that it was something that we were missing. And the indoor air, air that we breathe is two to five times more polluted than outdoor air these days. In some cases, up to 100 times more. We spend 90% of our time indoors. And we take 20,000 breaths a day. So what's the solution? An air purifier, a cut above the rest. I'm not going to lie. We have tried others. We've tried other HEPA filters. We've tried other air filters. We have spent the money and they have not done the results that air doctor did in literally the first day that we put it in his room. They filter out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants. That includes pollutants such as allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mite, mold spores, and even bacteria and viruses. So I don't know what it was that was keeping them up, but it is now gone. So air doctor comes with a 30 day breathe easy money back guarantee. So if you don't love it, send it back for a refund minus shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com, use promo code fasting for life to receive up to $300 off air purifiers, an exclusive listener um, offer for you as well. You'll receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. That's exclusive to you, the podcast listener, now hearing this in real time. Lock this special offer by going to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code fasting for life. You guys know that we are very particular with who we partner with. And if it wasn't for this incredible company and this, the incredible results that we've seen, I would not be encouraging you to head to the website and take advantage of the Fasting for Life promo code. So if you support our sponsors, you are ultimately supporting us. We are grateful for you listening in. And now back to today's episode. Right, right. So um, I love the framework of the the food versus alcohol, right? So there's, for me, it's like, all right, if I'm going golfing, okay, can I have four White Claws <laughs> and some cashews and be okay? Or should I plan on having two White Claws and then go get the burger at the bar post right. round? Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and, and don't worry, like, I'm not, we, we, we're not hopping in the car after 10 White Claws after a round. There's always one guy that is designated. And that's why we rotate the rounds. This is from months and months ago too, by the way, because I've not been able to play. So I'm excited now that I've gotten clearance where I can get back out on the golf course. So I'm going to actually live this example here uh, 
mm-hmm. you know, in the coming months <clears throat> where it's like, okay, so the, I use a more drastic example on the, on the coaching call. Where I was like, okay, do you have the bottle and a half of wine and no dinner? Or do you have two glasses of wine and a nice dinner? I'm All using right. the extremes as on purpose, but the reality is it's just fitting somewhere in between there. What's going to work for you socially to feel good, be a part of it, and then also feel good coming out of it. The opposite is what you alluded to earlier, Tommy, which is it's okay to just go and be social. Yeah, absolutely. You don't have to be ingesting. You don't have to be taking in food and or drink, um, you know, just to, just to be participating in a, in a social gathering. So, you know, you can, it, it is okay to be in the middle of a fasting window and still have a good time and, and connect with friends and family. Um, or just like you said, like finding the, that balance point, you know, for what you actually do want to consume and not just going, Oh, okay, well, everyone else is doing it. So why don't I just do that? Like you don't have to completely do a 180, um, you know, away from, away from your goals and, and what you're used to doing now just to participate in that situation. One of the other questions that I posed was what does your social circle look like? So are they a, a group of people that are encouraging? And I use the example of Aunt Jane, <clears throat> who's, you know, doing the, the the most recent celery juice fad diet, or, you know, Uncle Joe, who's, you know, in his man cave, 15 cores light, you know, kind of kind of part of the equation, right? So, right. Um, you know, we have those people in our family. But in our circle of friends, we probably have them too. So is your circle the encouraging, uplifting circle, or is it the circle that probably won't receive what it is that you're doing for your reasons very well? So it's something to take into perspective, you know, that whole choose your hard kind of concept. You know, you're going to be, if you want to not be the statistic and have the other, you know, issues that a lot of people have in terms of their health, then you're going to need to do something different. And whatever that is for you, you just have to be comfortable wearing those clothes, so to speak, knowing mm-hmm. that you're the salmon swimming upstream, knowing that you're choosing your heart that's different from everybody else. Um, and I just a little bit of reflection on, OK, is this group, is this the group that I want to be going out with consistently or is this, you know, the one time, you know, uh, invite because literally we are being re-released, right? Like things are opening up again and it's just been so much pent up energy. Right. And we're like, all right, I just got to go do it all. So just some things to think about in terms of, you know, kind of the framework on how to make this societal piece of fasting um, work for the current situation, but also for any type of holiday or wedding or work party in the future. Yeah. And um, I, 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 I remember um, in, in the beginning stages, you know, when I was still getting comfortable with, with fasting, starting to, to quickly understand that if, if someone else doesn't quite understand it, but you know, they're not, they're not getting to their own, you know, weight and health goals that, you know, sometimes that that's a little bit more confirmation that, okay, maybe I am onto something here. Maybe I am kind of on the right track because if, if I was doing exactly what, what they're okay with and, and they look and and feel and act that way, then yeah, I need to be doing something a little bit different. So yeah, I I think that's good. And, you know, it's, it's kind of a contrarian, you know, confirmation to, uh, to what you're doing. Yeah, the person on the call too is like, ooh, I like being that person. I was like, great. <laughs> so that framework might not work for some of y'all. <clears throat> yeah, just like right. Tommy's saying, I have 375,000 calories left. I'm good. I'm just going to hang out tonight, right? Like that, I don't know if that would fly. It would fly with my family now because they know. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's really just figuring out. That's why this, the social side of things is so um, you know closely related to the to the personal side of it. Your decisions, you know, what your goals are, where you are. 
Um, and just shout out to them too, because, you know, we've been, we've been, they, they've had great results as we've kind of gone through these trying last 12 to 18 months. I don't even remember mm-hmm. how long it's been now, but um, over a year for sure. So um, with that, you know, as we kind of wrap up today's episode, Tommy, any final thoughts or action steps or takeaways? Uh, if you guys are new to Fasting for Life, you can go to our website, um, the www.thefastingforlife.com, thefastingforlife.com, download the Fast Start Guide. Um, you can get on our uh, newsletter. <clears throat> um, and if you're looking for, you know, basics of fasting and what it is that we think constitutes a fast, breaks a fast, et cetera, um, and some of those more practical and research side of things, just go ahead and take up a, a, a gander through the episode list. So as I was filibustering there, Tommy, to give you some time to think about a final <laughs> thought for today. Um, and as we wrap up the episode, um, what you got? I didn't need any additional time there. I know. Yeah. I, know. I was just getting through, you know, I was going through the the routine. Wanted yeah. everybody feel welcome. Are you new to the podcast? Are you have you been with us for a while? You know. I liked it. It was good. Um, but you know, for for an action step as we kind of get out there and, and find ourselves in more social situations, just remember that um timing is everything in in, in so many different uh ways. But w- what I really mean by that is, you know, if you if you have um you know, a social gathering, you find yourself at a party or on a holiday um, get together, put some more time between and, and be deliberate with the time that you you put between your actual meals and your food and drink intake, because um, it just takes a little bit more time to get through some of those, you know, processed foods, extra, you know, you know, baked goods, whatever, whatever it may be, um, alcoholic beverages. Yeah, the extra beverage. That's what, yep. Right. Put some more time between that. So you can actually have time to, to get through the calories, to process it all. Um, and then, um, you know, you, you can, you can stay on track. You can keep the scale moving in the right direction and maintain the feeling of control just by putting a little bit more, more, uh, time on the, on the front end and, or on the back end. So, you know, maybe skip, skip breakfast, skip lunch, um, you know, in, enjoy the the evening get together, um, and, and so forth and, and find yourself getting right back on track or, or staying there and, um, keeping that, that sense of control. So what I just heard there, Tommy, for the, for the new people was the meal timing is more important in the beginning than anything else. Meal so timing, yeah. keep the main thing, the main thing, push the window before, uh, you know, like you said, skip a meal coming out of it, push the window a little bit, <clears throat> but just going to have to play around with it a little until you get more comfortable with the meal timing concept and skipping meals and, and having those conversations. So, mm-hmm. um, Absolutely. luckily now with how things are trending, um, I think there'll be so much excitement that you probably won't be noticed if you decide to make a decision right. to abstain. Yeah. Um, but, uh, hopefully there's a few things in here today that, uh, you guys find valuable. So, uh, Tommy, as always, sir, thank you so much. And, uh, we'll talk soon. Thank you. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to head over to register for the next 10-day live fasting challenge. Registration is now open. It can be found at www.thefastingforlife.com forward slash live. That is www.thefastingforlife.com forward slash live. For dates and more information, you can find the link in today's show notes, and we will see you on the inside. So, you've heard today's episode, and you may be wondering, where do I start? Head on over to thefastingforlife.com and sign up for our newsletter, where you'll receive fasting tips and strategies to maximize results and fit fasting into your day-to-day life. While you're there, download your free Fast Start Guide to get started today. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
make sure to leave us a five-star review. And we'll be back next week with another episode of Fasting for Life. Bye.